Welcome to the Living to Thrive with Cancer podcast, a podcast about the big and little issues that come with living with cancer. I'm Catherine White, a stage four colon cancer thriver, passionate about supporting others who have faced a cancer diagnosis and are looking to feel empowered in taking back control of their health and happiness. My own health scare helped me to learn more about myself and how to live with cancer, and it led me to become a cancer support coach so I can help others through the ins and outs, the ups and downs, and all the crazy things that come with life with cancer. So let's get started. Welcome to episode 1.8 of the Living to Thrive with Cancer podcast. I am Catherine White, and today I am going unscripted and just speaking from my heart. Episode 1.8 is coming on the heels of my recent CT scan and as I am waiting to get results. And so I felt like I wanted to just share the kinds of things that go through my head, that are going through my head, and how you might be able to relate to those things. So I want to spend some time today talking about lingering and underlying fears when we are waiting for results, when we have tests coming up, when we have the aches and pains that we don't know what they are, all of these things that really just sit for me in my head and in my heart, not as much as they used to. Like, If you've listened to previous podcast episodes, you'll know that I am seven years out from my original diagnosis, but I've had cancer recurrences three times now. Um, my original diagnosis in my colon and my liver, but then I had an abdominal tumor and then I had a lung metastases and then I had another abdominal tumor. So three recurrences since my original. And each of those has, oddly enough, gotten easier to manage, but I do believe that that's because I've been doing the work on it. Mostly in the last two years, I've really been learning how to navigate the feelings that I get when these tests and scans are coming up and then in the subsequent weeks here in Canada sometimes it takes a few weeks for results to be delivered um, which can feel like an eternity but learning how to sit in that space in order to be able to continue to move forward in my life. So these are just again my thoughts on the whole thing and my raw honest truth on where I am right now. So as I mentioned, I had a CT scan a few weeks ago and I'm waiting to get the results on that. And um, what I did for the first time ever was I went in and I looked at my blood work. I've never done that before. And what that has done in my mind is it's created this whole narrative, this whole drama around a few pieces that I saw. And um, I think rather than getting into the details of what I saw, what's important for me to understand, and perhaps this resonates with you, is that I am not a doctor. And so for me, as just a human who is living with cancer, to try and interpret those results and to make sense of them, and then subsequently go to Dr. Google, which is a really, in my opinion, not great place to go when you're living with a diagnosis because you can find anything and everything on there. Um, I just feel like I don't have the professional knowledge to understand exactly how to interpret the numbers that were in those blood results that I saw. And one of the things that I'm not understanding, and I will ask my doctor about this, is there's a number that's a little bit outside of the normal um, in terms of what is normal for other people. 
but perhaps that is actually my normal. And this is what I've been having to talk myself through. Perhaps that is actually my normal. Perhaps that number is exactly where I have been for the last six or seven years since chemotherapy, but I just never knew that before. So the thing is, is that when I looked at this number, I created this whole drama in my mind that something was wrong, that my cancer is back, and I truly don't know whether it is or not. And I will find that out later this week at the time of this recording. And I'll get back to you on that. But I've created this story in my head that there is something happening. And I really don't know that. And so in going to Google, it's like, well, it could be this, or it could be this, or it could be this. But the other thing that it said is it could be as a result of having had previous chemotherapy treatments. So this might be my normal number. But I am allowing my head, and I'm really working hard on this, to go to a place of fear and overwhelm and negativity. And so as a coach, one of my responsibilities to myself is to coach myself. So I'm working through the circumstance around this blood result that I don't understand, my thoughts around, oh my God, what does this mean? The feelings of fear that that's bringing up inside of myself. And then I have to decide and I am deciding what I'm going to do with that. And that honestly changes from day to day. Um, Some days I'm feeling like it is oh my God, the world is falling apart and everything is not okay. And that leads me to a place of, of not knowing how to manage that emotion. And then I have to go through the whole, how am I going to manage this emotion? But the other thought that I, or the other feeling that I can have around that and that I do some days is like, I don't know what this is. And so I just need to leave this alone and not allow myself to get wrapped up in it, not allow it to control my life or manage my life right now. Because right now, I am living in a good and happy space. Right now, my life is good. I don't know what is happening and I am going to choose to not allow that to wreck my life in this moment, to control my life in this moment, to create overwhelm and take the joy out of my life right now. So that's been a very interesting lesson for me. So these are the kinds of things that people who are living with cancer go through. We tell our stories in our minds of I have a pain, I have an ache, I have blood results, I have all of these things, and we can get ourselves into this place of really whipping ourselves up. And so it's important, again, to remember that we are not the doctors. We have a right and a responsibility to be involved in our health care, but maybe taking yourself into a place of looking at things that you can't manage because you don't know what they mean and don't know how to manage isn't the best thing. At least that's what I'm thinking for myself right now. So these stories that we tell ourselves when we have a new pain in our side, we have an upcoming test, um, we question ourselves, am I doing everything right or am I doing everything wrong? And even what is right and what is wrong? These are all realities in the mind of someone who has had a cancer diagnosis because your world changes completely. And if you have cancer, I know you understand this. Your world changes completely and every little thing can become a big thing if you don't know how to manage it. So it's the getting out of your head and it's the understanding how to manage all of these thoughts and fears and concerns. And fear is a really interesting thing in itself because fear is false evidence appearing real. Fear is when we allow something 
to become perceived as real, that we start to imagine that it actually is what it is. And so we are allowing this piece of information that is not necessarily true to be a controlling factor in our life. But what if it's not a thing? What if it is actually just false evidence and we are allowing it to seem like it's a real thing? And that comes back to what I just previously said. Then then we are taking the joy out of our life in this moment. Living with cancer can also be living to thrive. And you can't thrive when you have your brain stuck in a place of fear all of the time. And I'm not discounting the fears because I am I am pouring out my heart right now. I am living this fear right now, but I'm learning to manage it, to remind myself that this is false evidence. I don't know what those numbers mean. I don't know what my CT scan is going to say. So right now, I can't let that control my life. It is false evidence that I am telling myself and I'm allowing it to appear real. So what have I been doing? I have been talking it out with trusted friends, allowing them to um, help me to navigate that from an outside perspective, which I'm very fortunate that I have some friends who are able to do that. I've been doing a lot of meditating, a lot of sitting on my yoga mat and sitting with myself and talking myself through the process, listening to meditations that help me to relax and to get out of my head. And admittedly, I've had a good cry in the middle of a meditation the other day. And I allowed myself to feel those feelings because keeping them bottled up inside is not serving me. Keeping those feelings locked inside of my heart and inside of my head is not helping me to be joyful right now. And so in having a good cry and just allowing the tears to roll down my cheeks and the emotion to pour out of my soul freed me from this space of angst. It freed me from these thoughts in my mind and allowed me to come back to reality, to the present and to clarity. And that's not always easy to do because we need to be in control because when you have cancer, all of your control can be taken away. And if you're like me, you want to have a few things that you're still able to have a little bit of control over. And for a long time, emotions was one of them. But now it's just like, you know what? I'm just going to let this go. I'm just going to let this happen. And the relief and the release that comes from taking the time to nurture my emotional self is huge. And I truly, after having that little cry the other day, was able to get up and keep moving forward into a very joyful and fulfilled day without letting it control the rest of my day. The other thing, and this might sound a little woo-woo to some of you, it depends on where you are in your process, is that everything that you put out to the universe comes back to you. So what I have to remind myself in my self-coaching, which is another part of my process of talking myself through exactly what I'm thinking and feeling and why I'm thinking and feeling that, is that when I put out that message to the universe that I am sick, that there's something wrong, that I'm having a recurrence, that my blood work isn't exactly pristine and that, that that means there's going to be some catastrophic event later this week, The universe hears that and it's like, okay, well, I guess this is what we're doing. 
and it sends that energy back to me. I know that might sound a little bit like this girl's kind of crazy, but I truly over the years of doing all of this work have come to this place where it's like, I know, and in all of the work and the reading that I've done, I know if I am putting that out, that is what I'm getting back. Because even just to say it, creates the thought in my mind and then it creates a story in my mind and then it circulates and circulates and circulates and it stays stuck inside of me and then what happens talked about this on previous episodes my stress goes up my cortisol goes up when cortisol goes up inflammation goes up now my cells have to respond and my body has to respond to this heightened state of awareness this heightened state of fight or flight with creating cortisol in my body and I am now building my own perfect storm. It's really important in to do this work so that I, so that you don't get into this state of fight or flight. So believe what you want to, whether it's a physiological response or whether it's an energetic universal response, but when we put that thought out there or into our mind, we are creating a scenario that is going to have some sort of a response. So working through the thoughts and working through the feelings allows me to bring positive energy into my body, allows me to bring down my cortisol, allows me to get out of fight or flight and to get out of stress so that my body is in homeostasis, so that it's in its at-home, safe, normal, in-balance place, and I'm not creating this little storm inside of myself. I've said this before too, our body hears everything we tell it. So I need to remind myself as I am doing the work and invite you to do the same, to tell my body that I love it, to tell my body that it is healed, to tell my body that it is healing, to tell my body that it is safe, to tell my body that I am supporting it on a daily basis in the best ways that I can and send it those positive thoughts and energy and beliefs so that I can keep myself out of a state of stress, out of fight or flight, and in rest and reset and just be calm and cruise along, not in denial, not pretending like I'm not feeling this way, but but in a place where I can manage it. And really, there is literally nothing I can do about this until my doctor tells me something. And so I am sitting in the belief now, in this moment, that I am okay, that my body loves me, and that there is nothing happening inside of my body. I'm just going to keep believing that and telling myself that. And until I hear otherwise, there is no point in not believing that. If there is something, then we come up with a plan and we manage it. But I'm not going to let my internal dialogue, my false evidence appearing real, take me to the place where I don't enjoy my day and the rest of my week. And I think that's a really, really important part of all of this. Regardless of what is happening internally with our cellular health, with our organs, with our blood, whatever is going on, we can't allow that to control our daily joy. There's always something that we can find in the day to bring us joy. And when we allow our negative thoughts and negative energy to overshadow that, we miss that moment. And as people living with cancer, it is so important that we feel 
love and joy and happiness in whatever way it shows up in our life every single day. Because what we have right now is right now. And projecting into the future, I've said this before, can be really, really difficult because we don't know what the future is going to look like. So there it is. We don't know what the future is going to look like. My future in a couple of days may be really positive results and it might not, but I don't know that. So I'm not going to let myself rob myself of the joy right now over something that might not even be real. So loving thoughts, good, strong, solid, joyful energy, positive thoughts out to the universe, whatever you want to do, whatever you want to call it, just remember that your body hears everything you tell it. And we want to keep ourselves level and calm and not allow ourselves to go down the road of false narratives, false evidence appearing real, that's going to take the joy out of our life right now. So what can you do? Find someone to talk to, to help you when you're in a good place, but also when you're in a place where things feel out of alignment. Build strategies into your life like meditation and yoga and grounding and healthy eating and movement that will support your body so that you can say to yourself, I have done everything I can to take care of myself. And when your mind goes to the place that it wants to go, because I've said it before, our brains are jerks. When our minds go to the place where they want to go, bring it back to reality. Do something that will bring you joy. Have that cry. Turn on the music and dance. Do whatever you have to do to stay present and grounded in the moment, rather than forecasting into the future that might not even be what your brain is trying to tell you it could be. You get to decide what you want your life to look like. You get to decide. And I'm going to take my own advice and spend the rest of the day doing things that are joyful for me and the rest of the week doing joyful things until that phone call with the doctor. And when that phone call comes and he tells me good news, then I will celebrate it. In the meantime, I'm going to live my life to the fullest right now, living to thrive. If you found this helpful and feel like there's much more that you would like to know and learn about life with cancer and how you're not your diagnosis and how not to stay in that place of fear and self-doubt, I'm hosting a free three-day workshop from July 11th to 13th at 12 p.m. Eastern. You can join me through the link on my website, www.catherinewhite.coach. And I also want to come back to the idea that I've mentioned in previous podcast episodes about there being no specific book or guide that's tailored to your needs. Everybody's cancer story is an individual story. And that's why I became a cancer support coach. We can certainly find information about the overall picture of life with cancer. But when it comes to the deeply and uniquely personal pieces that are you, where do you find the answers? How do you explain to someone who doesn't get it how a little thing like blood work results or a new pain or the trigger you feel from a song can become all-consuming and overwhelming? That's where coaching comes in. As a cancer support coach, I provide the space for you to talk through what you're going through. Although cancer is a personal experience, it doesn't have to be done alone. And what I know from my own experience is that sometimes you need a third party, 
a neutral person, and a voice of experience to help you sort through all the ins and outs. And that's why as a coach, I can have that place for you to come in openness and neutrality where together we can explore your thoughts and feelings and help you discover how you can create your own version of living to thrive with cancer. You can find me at katherinewhite.coach. I would love to get on a call with you and talk about what cancer support coaching looks like and how it can help you learn how to thrive with cancer. Thank you so much for being here today. I hope you have a beautiful rest of your day. And may you live your life to your fullest, follow your heart, and thrive in all you do.